you or someone you love have scoliosis? Are you wondering what's next? What is life going to be like from now on? Or is this even a big deal? Hi, my name is Dave Butler, and welcome to the Scoliosis Experience. We are here to talk with real people, both patients, parents, and providers, to bring hope and clarity to the road ahead. Thanks for joining us, and let's get started. Welcome to the podcast. In this episode, I interview one of my favorite patients. Her name is Ava and her dad about her experience with scoliosis and what it's been like living with scoliosis. She has a unique perspective on scoliosis. She was diagnosed when she was six years old, so she's a juvenile onset scoliosis. And she's 11 years old now, and she has been wearing a brace, and she has done scoliosis-specific exercise, so she has a lot of experience with treatment with scoliosis. I thought that her experience would be helpful for others. For this episode, we kind of do it a little bit different. We're doing a Zoom call because Ava and her family moved to Ohio, and they were, luckily for us, willing to do a remote interview so that we could get her perspective. In this episode, they hope to help other kids diagnosed with scoliosis as well as parents understand what this diagnosis means and kind of what the experience is like. We're very grateful that they were willing to do this interview. So thanks for listening and here's the interview with Ava and her dad. Hey Ava and Ryan if you want to say hi they're on a Zoom call which is the first Zoom call podcast I've done. Hello everybody. Hi. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of information on Ava just a little bit and then I'll have her introduce herself but Ava, I looked back and I have known you now for 18 months, which is surprising. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. It feels and, like only like a few days or something. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it, time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah. So um, Ava was diagnosed with scoliosis when she was fairly young, when she was six years old. So she has juvenile scoliosis which isn't, isn't the, the norm. Most of the scoliosis that we see is adolescent idiopathic scoliosis. So I got to know her about 18 months ago and we've been working with trying to control the scoliosis curve. So uh, how about just take a few minutes and introduce yourself, Ava, or, or your dad can, and tell us about yourself, your background with scoliosis and stuff like that. Um, well, I mean, it hasn't exactly been easy. I mean, it's been kind of a pain in the butt, but <laughs> I've gotten used to it a lot and it's becoming really easy. I mean, when I first got my brace, I had to just, I had to learn how to breathe differently and do basic activities and try to learn how to sleep in my brace and things like that. And um, it was really hard the first time, but it gets easier once you like once you get used to it yeah i think uh you know with anything new there's always an adjustment period there's always a learning curve you figure out what works what doesn't um you try to maintain the time in the brace um to the fullest extent but sometimes you fall a little short but you can't beat yourself up about it um, so as a dad just trying to maintain that and trying to uh, encourage her to wear it constantly um, can be challenging, but she's she's been doing a great job with it, and we've seen improvement because of the brace. So we're really really pleased with that. So it it's interesting, just how long you've been on this journey. So you were diagnosed at six years old, right? Yes. How 
how long was it before you were braced or before you had any other treatment? Um, I'd say maybe about five years until they said that they were going to look into bracing and just kind of see if it would work or not. So, yeah, they kind of, we started going to the doctor for it and they, they said, we need to keep an eye on it and watch it periodically. And we went every six months and just kind of did a checkup. And then they uh, recommended a brace at age, I believe 10 and a half or 11. And um, that's when, when the whole fun actually began. <laughs> that, yeah, the fun in quotes, if you, yep. on the video, she gave a little bit of a quote. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely kind of a long road for you guys, but the first five years was more just kind of wait and see and watch it and, and yeah. see, yeah. see what, what it does. And so mm -hmm. then you're braced at 10 and a half. And what, what did you feel when they told you you were going to have a scoliosis brace? Like, what were your thoughts? I mean, I was scared, but I was also excited. I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this going to be awful or is it going to be like, like fun? Like what's it going to like be like? And I was just so nervous, but like also so excited to just step into the venture. And when I actually got it, then I was like, this is not fun at all. <laughs> I was just like, um, yeah, this is not ideal, but I mean, once you kind of get used to it, it's really not that bad. It's just a pain in the butt to like have to, wear 16 hours a day or yeah but I, it's just and i think also with you know with the brace um you know when you see improvements when you go in for your checkups and you see improvements you know it's working so that's exciting and i think that gives you something to keep looking forward to and keep striving for um but also with the physical therapy um, just doing the different stretches and exercises and seeing that help control not only the pain but maybe some of the anxiety and things behind it as well that's that's very beneficial right and i think it's interesting to hear you talk about how you're kind of excited you're like what's this going to be like this yeah. brace you know you're, i don't know what kids picture in their minds when they think about a brace but um then you get the brace and it's like oh my gosh <laughs> this is <laughs> this is different than i was thinking right um and and yeah bracing kind of sucks right it's yeah it's, yeah. it's not a not a fun time so I think I think you you handle it really well, and I think sometimes sometimes the juvenile patients that I see that are diagnosed really young, they actually do better with bracing because they're not braced at thirteen when I mean when they don't want to do anything anyway. <laughs> you know? yeah. So uh, so I, I think that's that's very insightful and and helpful for other people to know that you know maybe look into what bracing is actually like. Um, what what sucks the most about bracing? Um, just having to like wear this like big like plastic thing around your body and like you're like just trying to get used to it and you have to wear it like 16 hours a day and it's just like it's uncomfortable but like I don't know it's uncomfortable and like it's not fun but like you have to do it and it's just it's kind of like awful. <laughs> don't don't sugarcoat it here. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's it's hot, it's bulky. Yeah, you don't, no, especially don't, in the summer. Right, you don't know what to wear with it, you know stuff like that. Yeah. That's, 
but uh, I mean, kudos to you. You actually wear it mm -hmm. and you wear it as prescribed, which I, I, I assume you're still wearing. <laughs> yeah. I told, I, I told her to wear it today, but she told me no. So <laughs> oh, no, I did it. <laughs> no, I did it. Oh yeah. Well, I did that. But she said, I got presentable <laughs> sue me she, she's growing up ryan she's growing uh, up. i know it's yeah. crazy so uh so yeah any advice for kids that are braced like are, is there any advice to make it more comfortable or anything uh, like that i would have to say definitely wear comfortable clothes and um you know you're gonna get looks but always remember that like no matter if you're like braced or like um just yeah it's it's kind of hard getting like looks but you just have to remember <laughs> that being braced doesn't define you and you just have to stay true to who you are so. right and i think you've done really well with that i mean you i think you hit hit the ground running with that brace it wasn't something that you just put on the shelf and and delayed it <laughs> you you did it and yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I admire that when kids wear the brace consistently because it's hard. It's definitely hard. Um, so what, what other challenges have you had as part of scoliosis? Your dad met, mentioned some pain and, and stuff like that. What, what other challenges have there been? Yes, definitely when you're like standing for long periods of time, it will feel like uncomfortable and like your feet will hurt and your back will hurt. Um, and you just basically want to just like sit down, but like you just want to just relax with it on all day and like not really do anything. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's not fun. Right. So uh, yeah, and I remember working with you with that back pain and trying to get that to, to be more, more, uh, well, to be less and and you did did a good job, but it's kind of hard when you have to be in the brace and if the brace is causing some soreness. But um, after a little while, did that did the brace not cause soreness or has it always continued? Uh, I mean, it's definitely yet lessened um, when I've gotten like used to it. Yeah. Once I got used to it, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. I can like actually do things now, but it still kind of hurts. Just. Just mildly. But I think with, with the exercises and the different things that you've done with her and that she's doing at home, that's really helped kind of control that yes. and kind of curb that pain. So it's, it's definitely been a huge improvement just watching that over the last year and a half or so. Yeah, that's great. Um, so let's switch gears just a little bit. We talked a lot about the brace, but uh, we've, we've seen you in the clinic for Schroth method exercises and some of the C's approach exercises. Um, can I talk about how that's been? And um, I know you're talking to me, so, but, but be, you know, be, be pretty, uh, you know, open with how, how it was. Yeah, um, it was a little weird. Like, just <laughs> like, I had to position my body and I'm like, mm, this is kind of, it's kind of different, but, um, yeah, I've definitely gotten used to doing exercises. I mean, I still don't do them like I should, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, I try to do them. Um, but I think C, the C's method has really helped whenever I have 
like back pain, I just do the C's method and it works really good. Like it takes away all the pressure and all the pain. So that's, that's definitely helpful. So. That's fantastic. I love to hear that. And uh, yeah, definitely I'm a little biased to, to treating scoliosis conservatively like that, but I think you did really well with learning the exercises. And, and don't worry, most people aren't 100% uh, doing their exercises, especially, especially after 18 months, if you're doing them consistently, that's, that's awesome. So, um, you said the exercises were a little weird at first, trying to figure out how to move your body differently and things like that. Do you feel like it helped you get stronger or more aware of your posture or? Um, I think it definitely helped me get a little bit stronger. I know just like when I first did, ball bridges like I was just like I would just struggle to go up and then just plop down but now I just do it really easy and it's definitely becoming a lot easier to just do things and yeah easier to maybe sit in better posture that you mentioned the C's approach and we haven't really talked about that on this podcast yet but it's kind of a simpler way of doing correction which is fantastic for you so, um, all right. So maybe if we switch just a little bit and maybe talk to Ryan for a second about any suggestions on uh, any advice you'd give to parents with kids that have been diagnosed with scoliosis, whether that's juvenile or adolescent or, or anything, what advice would you give them? Yeah, so I think <clears throat> the biggest part of it is just know there's an adjustment period. Um, know that it's going to take time to kind of get used to as a parent even to be kind of the almost an enforcer in a way to get them to wear the brace to um, get them to do their exercises to, to kind of schedule it but I think the biggest priority is to put it in a schedule to do uh, the exercises put it in a schedule for bracing and stick to it um, if you don't stick to the schedule you're going to fall off quickly and it's just going to become habit not to do it instead of habit to do it so um, I would say just just be patient with it and, and don't beat yourself up as a parent if your, if you feel like your kid's not doing it the full term, uh, because it's going to be a long process. It's a long journey. It's nothing that's going to be uh, simple in the beginning, but um, it's definitely, definitely a growing process for both people, both the parent and the child. And uh, as long as she has to wear it, it's, you know, it's something we have to just keep getting used to and growing in. Yeah. And I think you touched on something very specific that this is a long game. This isn't a short game. You know, if, if this was just, you know, do your exercises for six weeks and then you're good to go, that would be totally different scenario than what we're dealing with. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I think also, you know, when you're out in public and, um, you know, you're the child's in the brace, uh, don't let the looks be discouraging as a parent because you're going to get looks. I mean, it's not a normal thing you see every day. Um, your child's going to get looked at. They're going to ask questions, going to stare. It's going to be something a little different when you're out in public with the, with the brace on. But I, I would say most importantly, use that as an opportunity to teach somebody about that and teach why she's in it and tell them why um, we took this approach and why she's in the brace. Instead of them just staring the whole time, let's have a conversation about it, open it up. And maybe their child has scoliosis. They don't know. Maybe that, that helps lead them to um, getting checked out. So it's, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on out there, but uh, you'll get looks and just I just think that that's uh, that's a teachable moment for for parents to uh, kind of coach the general public on what's going on. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not definitely not the norm to to have to wear a big bulky brace, right, Ava? And unfortunately, you have to go through that, but it doesn't mean that, like you said, it doesn't have to define you. It's just something that you're having to go through right now. So I think you've been a champ at doing that. You've kept a great attitude through the whole thing, at least from what I've seen. I, I'm not at home with you, but I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen Ava in a bad mood ever. Yeah. Maybe in the mornings when I get woke up, but other than that. Before coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Okay. Well, that's why, well, we did do some early morning appointments. So I, maybe I saw you at, at that time. Who knows? But uh, I'm really sad that Ava moved away from Utah. She's in Ohio now. And uh, yeah, it's been, I mean, I've known you for 18 months and it's uh, sad to have you that far away, but hey. We can always do a Zoom call and do podcasts, stuff like that. So, <laughs> so any any other uh, recommendations or suggestions that you have for other people dealing with this before we before we call it a day? Um, I don't think so. I mean, you just have to stay true to yourself and don't let the brace define you. And remember, it's just it's a temporary fix, but once you get that off, you know, you'll just, you'll be, your spine will be perfect. And, you know, it's one less thing you have to worry about. So. Yeah. And looking, looking forward to when you can get that race off. Unfortunately, you know, you, you still have a little while to grow. So if you could finish that up quick, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not too quick. At least two more years. At least two. You want two more years of growth. Okay. That, that no. works. No, no, no. <laughs> I want two more years in this thing. Right. So, yeah, well, I appreciate you guys doing this podcast with me. I think coming from the patient's perspective and a parent's perspective, I think that's perfect. Um, it's, it's a perspective that I don't have. Mm -hmm. I have the perspective of, as a therapist, and, and I think it would have been helpful probably when Ava was diagnosed for you guys to listen to a, a podcast like this. Yeah, yes. I, I believe it would be. Yeah, for sure. Be very beneficial. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, you guys can get back to moving boxes around <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah.